You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. Good morning, London. I want to thank everybody for joining us on the program, of course, every Saturday, 9.30 a.m., only here on AM 980. Myself and the MedPoint team will be talking all things health and fitness. Uh, It's awesome to be able to do this. I love my job. I love being able to kind of talk about all things, uh, you know, nutrition, exercise, etc. And what better person to chat uh, with this about than uh, Carrie Little, who's joining me here in studio. Carrie, how are you doing? Hello, I'm doing great. It's a good. Great morning out there. Yeah, you know, I traded in Pete for you, and uh, good trade. I think, yeah. Let's face it he's he's getting washed up. We'll just keep keep bugging him. A uh, lot going on at MedPoint, of course. Everybody's aware of the 13 week program that we have in place right now. If you're looking for a fitness Kickstarter, or perhaps uh, you know you want some nutritional tweaks, or you want to learn more about fitness, I don't care what level you're at. But if you want that professional guidance that we have to offer, then come on down. It's a great rate. I mean, you get the medical uh, 36 sessions of training, nutritional consults, and follow-up assessments, which, um, you know, then we can show you how you're doing with stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Fit3D is really cool technology. I know we've talked about that on the show many a times. Uh, And, of course, the bod pod as well. But... The thing that we, the the advantage that we have over other training studios in the area is that we do have this cutting edge technology and I wanted to talk about it just a little bit. The uh, Fit3D actually does the girth measurements. So it gives you a a 3D avatar of your body and you can see it. You know, I've, I've, I've had clients go through it and, you know, to see their before and their afters with that because they can appreciate that a little bit more, uh, especially females. And I'm not saying, you know, you you know, girls are are a little bit more particular about their weight, I think. And uh, to see them trim up in certain areas and tone. Yeah. It's definitely a good visual. Yeah. Your body. Yeah. And I mean, working on areas that maybe you want to get rid of, and then you can be checking that. Like, Like what do they call the, uh, when the when your skin hangs over the dress at the back, is that uh, what is that called? Um, I forget. Why am I? I don't. I forget too. Of course, the uh, <laughs> love handles as well, and everything like that. So it's just really neat to to. And it, it gives you your own uh, username and password, so that mm-hmm. you can look it up online anytime. And you can compare every scan, so it'll mm-hmm. tell you how many inches you've lost and et cetera. So. Really cool technology there. takes about 30 seconds to do the scan. And, uh, you know, if you have a group of people who want to do it, we do offer group discounts on uh, on those services. So the Bod Pod as well. Do you want to know how much lean mass you have, how much body fat you have? These are important things for people who start exercising, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, at MedPoint, we kind of follow you along every step of the way to make sure that you're finding the results that you want. Yes. The other thing, Carrie, that I wanted to talk about real quick Dermatology. Yes. So we've had a few new dermatologists join uh, the MedPoint team. And, you know, a lot of people aren't aware of our specialist division, but it is uh, it's really going strong. 
And quite often our wait times are a little bit less than what you typically see uh, in other areas just because, you know, maybe uh, the light hasn't been shed on that as much um, for for our uh, specialist division. But we have cardiologists, dermatologists, uh, sports medicine doctor on site. So we have a lot of different avenues to, to refer to. If, if you do have a skin problem, uh, we can always scan it with the Verisante Aura and then refer you if, if it is cancerous or suspected to be cancerous. So yeah. always check that out. It's a good thing to do with the uh, summer sun, right? Yes, lots now, of it this year. Now, how have you been enjoying summer, Carrie? Because I know you had your sister, it was your sister's wedding. Yes. And that was, uh, was that the day that it rained and rained and rained and rained? Yeah, we had lots of rain. We we did get some pictures before the rain, luckily. Good. And then we had a, we had to switch the ceremony inside also, but that yeah. all worked out. So Just as beautiful, though. Just as good, yes. Yeah. And on the radar, I know um, I'm technically on vacation now uh, uh, for a week, and I'm going to Grand Bend. Yes. You are going to Boots and Hearts. Yes, yeah. in a couple of weeks. First time. First time, yeah. So they moved the location this year, made it to a bit bigger, I think, just so they can get some more Yeah, some people, more people crammed in there. Crammed in, yeah. So some more rowdy cowboys. I'm excited to check it out. Good. Yeah. Good, excellent, yeah. Well, it's a good summer so far, and I mean, we you know we've had a, quite a bit of heat lately, but uh, you know, keep it coming. That's a Canadian landscape, right? Yeah. I mean, you either have you're either complaining about frostbite or we're complaining about humidity. You can't you can't win either way. Yeah. So Just re- remember, all the listeners, right now, uh, how much you wanted this weather uh, back when it was uh, January, February, you're crying for it, basically. Yes. And now that it's here, we have, you know, 30, 35 degree days, I don't yeah. know, with the Humidex. I'd much rather complain about that, though, than the, yes. than the frostbite. Yeah. So, it's awesome. Carrie, we always like to have fun on the show, of course, and uh, with with the fun comes... Um, you know, it has to come at somebody's expense, so we're gonna we're gonna have it at your expense. Today. <laughs> no, you're gonna be fine with this. But what I like to do, I like to give a lot of real life examples for the listeners to kind of put things into perspective as to what they're in, uh, putting into their body or what they're doing uh, with exercise and how it compares to, to to different things, right? Because it's easy to hear something, but maybe not as easy to put it into perspective, right? right. Yeah. So uh, this is kind of a guessing game, and, and being a uh, kinesiologist, uh, you know, you may not know anything about these foods. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to compare. So McDonald's breakfast wrap. I'm sure a lot of listeners get these in the morning. It's a quick yeah. fix, you know, going through the drive-thru. How many calories do you think are in that wrap, Carrie? Um, I would guess 400. 400, you're a little low. It's it's 595 wow. for a breakfast wrap. And a lot of people think, oh, wrap? Yeah. Well, at least I'm not doing the whole English muffin bread thing. Yeah. And but I'm sure it's not that large either. No. 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 So. And it's just simply the method of cooking and, and uh, all the sauces and stuff that they put in it. Mm-hmm. So That's versus, compare this to... How many calories do you think scrambled eggs on toast has? Scrambled eggs on toast. On um, one piece of toast. 200. You're close. 150. Oh. So, I mean, look, just looking at that. Yeah. Okay. For people who 
maybe are looking to get a 1500 calorie diet i mean if you had that breakfast wrap you're already over one third of your intake yeah which you know is a lot i mean we typically suggest to have a heavier breakfast because you need energy for the day but when you're when you're putting it that heavy loaded yeah um and time wise too like people think just going through the drive-thru to grab a wrap Mm-hmm. Is a lot quicker, but by the time you end up doing that, it doesn't take that long to just fry up an egg. No, you're, and you're absolutely right. Because so. how many times you get to the drive-thru and it takes so there's long. like five cars in front of you and they've all ordered breakfast wraps. Yeah. So good point, Gary. Uh, Big Mac meal. How many calories do you... So that's a meal. I, I that's a Big like Mac. I know this one. The this fries about. and a Coke or something. Uh, we might have done a Diet Coke on this uh, article. Um, I forget. Yes. Uh, 700? You're close. It's 920. Oh, wow. So it's like, I mean, I think you have to, I think the Big Mac is close to seven or 600 and then you got to add the fries and stuff. So this must be with the Diet Coke from the article. So versus a homemade ham sandwich. Homemade ham sandwich. Now keep in mind, ham sandwiches are a little bit fattier, but considering the McDonald's meal. Is there cheese on this ham sandwich? um, (laughs) Yeah, we'll say there is. Looks Uh, like there probably is. 400. 290. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but if you think about that in comparison to the Big Mac, I mean, it's one third of the caloric intake of a mm-hmm. Big Mac, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, just yeah. just comparing stuff. And, and we'll do one more. Uh, why not? This one is, yeah, disgusting, but we'll talk about it. Uh, KFC bucket of fried chicken. So this is <laughs> this is if the bucket were split three ways. So each person's getting this much enough, one third of a bucket. Yeah, one third of a okay. KFC bucket. How many calories do you think right it is? I'm gonna guess like seven hundred again. Close. It's nine hundred and thirty-nine calories wow. for a third of a bucket of Almost KFC. Almost a thousand calories. Ooh. I think everybody's heart and arteries <laughs> just kind of stops clogged up there. Uh, versus a chicken dinner that you're cooking at home with potatoes and vegetables. 500? Yeah, 450. Yeah. So maybe if you're adding gravy or something, yeah. 500. So, Anyways, what I wanted to do there was just kind of put things into perspective because we, we're in summer mode. We're kind of, you know, maybe enjoying a bit of time around the house, not wanting to cook as much because who wants to put the stove on, oven on when it's that hot outside? Uh, maybe we're getting more fast food than we should be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these quick fixes may seem good, but really you got to watch what you're putting in your body. So... I just want to caution all the listeners, be informed about that. I know McDonald's and stuff like that, they've been a little bit better lately at, at displaying their calorie and uh, on the products and stuff like that, the calorie counts, but a lot of people don't pay attention to them, right? Yeah. So read what you're putting in your body uh, and uh, maybe watch how much you, you do the fast food intake. Try and split the bucket more than three ways maybe too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> split the bucket like six ways. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to talk about... Uh, how to reduce your eye strain four different ways coming up after this break. I want to welcome everybody back to the program. It's great to have you along. And uh, it's myself and Carrie Little joining you this morning for your drive or for listening at home. Uh, it's great to be here. We were talking a bit about putting 
calories into perspective. And I know some of my clients, they'll get an app and they'll tabulate their calories. And yeah. often near the end of the day, as they're approaching what they feel their limit is, they'll that will be their deciding factor as to whether they're going to consume something or not. So yeah, that's a good way to do it. It's it's like a stoplight, right? I mean, kind of gives you the green light if if you have a couple extra hundred calories that you can spare. Uh, of course, are the right things. I mean, right. if you eat 200 calories worth of sugar, then yeah. uh, at nighttime, probably not the best. But no. um, maybe you got, you're hungry, you want a snack. Uh, certainly getting something with a little bit higher protein uh, is going to help you out. So Yes. Carrie, we're in a technological age here where we look at screens almost all the time. In, yes. in fact, sitting here in the radio station... I I don't see any screens, which is great because I'm exposed to them from basically I set my alarm on my phone at night. When I wake up, I check the email. Yeah. You know, I maybe turn the TV on, check out the news and the sports highlights, uh, go to work, of course, emailing. Yeah, and it is starting to become a problem. Eye doctors now are noticing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they've discovered CVS, which is computer vision syndrome. Ooh. Yes, and we're running into more of these problems because we don't fully understand how technology can can affect us, but it is good to good to know this because going forward we need to obviously combat uh the effects of uh can computers and screen time on our eyes. So Right. Carrie, we got four things here. Yes. That can help us, and we, you know we can kind of bounce it back and forth between us. Uh, but did you want to start? There's a twenty 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 rule. Why don't you tell yeah, us so about that? This one, uh, this is interesting. So the twenty twenty rule is that you uh, stop staring at your computers every twenty minutes, so that you spend twenty seconds or more uh, looking at an object twenty feet away. Mm-hmm. So this just breaks up the screen time a little bit and gives you that looking into the distance, so you're not staring. Uh, at right in front of you. Yeah, because when you have something close in your in your ocular vision, uh, your eye muscles get tired because they have to scan so quickly from one side of the screen to the next and up and down. Uh, it is good to make sure that you you have screen habits uh, because we are exposed for so long. Um, you know, it, the other the other thing they they suggest is change up your workstation. So quite often, a lot of us are sitting too close to computers. Um, I'm looking at Matt through the glass here and he's kind of, he's getting a little close to that computer screen. So, uh, what they're, what they're suggesting is, uh, to have a computer screen about 50 to uh, 70 centimeters away from your eyes or about an arm's length. So I guess it depends whose arm you're measuring, but, um, (laughs) if you, I mean this, this could save your eyes a lot of strain throughout the day, right? Yeah. So take, take two minutes, measure the distance that you're at and sit at a comfortable distance for for your eyesight. And they say that the center of the screen, and and of course, Carrie, we learned this in school, should be about 20 degrees below the eye level. uh, So that you're kind of staring downward onto the screen and not straight on or not too high for you. So, and they, they also say with the changing of the workstation to adjust the text size, um, so that, you know, you're not straining to, to see certain text and make sure that there's no reflections or glare on the screen that can certainly, uh, strain your eyes as well. So, so with the, with the setup of the arm's length away and the 20 degrees below, we're going to help, um, the main reasons for that are the, to remove the glare 
mm. and uh certain brightness in that on that realm as well yeah and and the other thing the other point to go along with this heading of the changing the workstation is you want to look at this clean screen as well right yeah you don't want to be trying to battle through you know a, f- a foggy patch or something like that if it's dirty so wipe it clean make sure that you what your eyes are seeing and processing is is uh, good so then you're not having to squint or kind of look closer if if something's distorted so the next one is taking longer breaks from the screen so even if that means setting a timer for yourself um so that you're um giving yourself that opportunity to take a break Mm -hmm. um they say at least once an hour you should be getting up even just for five minutes walk around uh, say hi to a friend, kind yeah. of also that part, get the yourself away from... Um, Almost similar to that if you had to get up from a workstation and go for a little walk, right? They always yeah. encourage that. So similarly, you should always be giving your eyes a break as well, you know? Yeah. And then the last point to go along with that is getting regular eye exams. I can't say enough about that. I mean, I still get eye exams and uh you know even though my eyes seem don't seem to change from year to year it is important eye health is important you can have stuff on on the eyes that develop um so always making sure that you get that checked out and we do do um a basic eye exam uh through the executive health medical um so we can kind of ch- check some of those things at medpoint so um Carrie, you know we're coming near the end of the program but i really wanted to get to this story This is a new study um, that came out, and it says that healthy lifestyle can have the risk of heart failure after 65. So this is really cool because, and I like this a lot because it's such a long study and it involves a lot of people. And when you have that combination, uh, you know that the scientific evidence is often uh, stronger, right? Right, yeah. So an estimated 500,000 Canadians are living with heart failure. But a new study suggests that the healthy lifestyle may help seniors slash their risk of developing the condition in half. Yes. So this study that we looked at looked at almost 4,500 uh, men and women that mm-hmm. were 65 and older um, that didn't initially show any signs of heart failure. Um, so the average age was about 72, and they followed them. This is the interesting part for uh, close to 22 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were looking at diet, walking habits, uh, leisure activity, exercise intensity, alcohol and smoking use, uh, weight, height, and um, uh, some other measurements. Mm-hmm. So over that period, they found that uh, 1,380 people developed heart failure out of those uh, numbers. And But what they found was that walking briskly, uh, or at least two miles per hour or faster, uh, that's how they quantified it, and participating in leisure activities that burn more than 845 calories a week. Now, keep in mind, that isn't a ton of calories to have to burn in a week. Um, So it was associated with a 26% and 22% chance, lower chance, respectively, of developing heart failure. So that was um, for for adults who are over over, uh, 65 and uh, exercising regularly. So this, again, goes along with the whole point that if you want to exercise, if you want to change things about your lifestyle, don't wait. Get get in. Uh, get, get in for medical. Get training. Uh, eat properly because you don't want to be on the other side of the scale, right? Yeah, you don't wanna... it's never, never too late. Studies like this always show um, when they look at older adults that it 
that you can start whenever. Yeah, and he, uh, this doctor suggested, like, he estimated that they only need about 30 minutes of physical activity a day to get that caloric uh, marker. So, you know, think of how much time you spend watching a baseball game and then put it into perspective, you know. 30 minutes, take the dog out for a walk or maybe walk down to the store or something like that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be too strenuous either. It can just uh, be gardening or... Whatever. Yeah, if it gets your heart rate up. Around and, the house activities. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Carrie, thanks for joining me today. Pleasure yeah. having you on the show. I don't think I'll welcome Pete back. <laughs> um, but it was awesome talking to you about this stuff. And uh, I just encourage all the listeners, stay informed, stay, stay up to date with the, the latest research. And, um, y- you know, eat better, exercise, get out there. It's a beautiful summer and start doing something about it. So this is Ron Young. Have a great weekend. I'm signing off for now.